Hello and welcome into the New Orleans Saints podcast for Monday, March 23rd. I am your host, Caroline Gonzalez, for today's New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. Thanks for joining me on today's show. As we are all working from home, or of course, hope you're working from home if you have been instructed to do so. I know we've been instructed to do so in the state of Louisiana as Governor John Bell Edwards announced this weekend, but we that does not mean the show does not go on, and we are going uh, to continue to keep you entertained and occupied on NewOrleansSaints.com, as well as updated on all things going on in free agency, because of course there is a lot going on, especially on the Saints front, that we want to keep you updated with. Uh, Over the weekend, the Saints agreed to terms with guard and tackle Andrus Pete, so he will be returning to the New Orleans Saints, along with defensive back Justin Hardy, a huge addition uh, to, or excuse me, a huge get for the, the Saints special teams. Of course, we know he's played a role in the Saints special teams the last few years and then uh, over the weekend the Saints agreed to terms with wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders of course we know the Saints have been uh, told or reported to be wanting to get a wide receiver for a while now to add someone on the other side of Michael Thomas of course last year we got uh, Jared Cook and he was a huge addition Uh, someone else for Drew Brees to target so of course Emmanuel Sanders coming from the 49ers a huge get for the New Orleans Saints. We'll have an interview with him on Wednesday's podcast, but you can see all of the information on who the Saints have uh, agreed to terms with and much, much more on NewOrleansSaints.com or the Saints app or by following the Saints on social media at Saints. So we are working to keep you up to date. Of course, we're working from home, uh, trying to keep everyone safe from COVID-19, but uh, we want to continue to keep you up to date. Just a a few more things. If you are feeling uh, sick, any of the symptoms that it was announced this weekend that there is a drive-through testing uh, areas in New Orleans now, there are two testing locations. All of that information is available on NewOrleansSaints.com or the Saints app. So we're working to continue to keep you informed with ways that you can get help or anything like that because, of course, we're all in this together. Uh, Another resource that we have for you on NewOrleansSaints.com is the New Orleans Restaurant Guide presented by Dixie Beer, a really, really cool feature that our digital team has put together to see all of the restaurants in New Orleans that you can order from that you can take out they have what meals that restaurant is serving so our digital team worked really really hard on that you can visit their website so that is all in one central location if you go to neuralandsaints.com it's right there it says restaurant guy that's also available on your saints app so just a few clicks away uh, we don't want anyone going to restaurants and being in areas of people uh, of 10 or more of course and staying six feet apart so if you need food if you're running out of food in the house if you just want to order in uh, go to the New Orleans Saints or the New Orleans restaurant guide presented by Dixie Beer and there's a lot of information for you right there. All right, continuing some of our best of interviews on today's show, we have today's show, Hoda Kotby, who was interviewed by our own Sean Kelly in 2014. That interview took place on January 7th of 2014 after the Saints had beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the wild card round and were getting set to take on the Seattle Seahawks in the divisional round. So Sean Kelly hosted Hoda 
Cotby during uh, that time and got her thoughts on that, as well as sharing her thoughts on the t- her time in New Orleans spent at WWL, why she still considers herself a New Orleans local, and much, much more. So you do not uh, want to miss that interview. Make sure you listen to the whole thing. A lot of good nuggets in there from that interview from 2014. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Here's Sean Kelly with Hoda Kotby. Our next guest here on the Black and Blue Report comes to us from New York City, but many of you know her from her time in New Orleans. That's Hoda Kotb, and we wanted to talk Saints football in a much different way today. We have so many Saints fans across the country, uh, whether it's because they've just fallen in love with the black and gold or they truly spent enough time in New Orleans to appreciate what the Saints mean to the city. And Hoda Kotb certainly uh, falls into that category. Hoda, good morning on this Tuesday. I know you're excited about Saturday's football game. I can't. I wish. Yeah. You know what I wish? I wish that tomorrow were Saturday. I mean, that's the. Oh, that's my. Oh, that would be a dream come true. I cannot wait for this game to get here. I am totally busting. So many people remember you from your time at WWL TV back in the '90s. Um, you've been all over the world, Hoda, but yet you still consider yourself a New Orleanian, and this love for the Saints is uh, still strong for you. I think New Orleans is one of those places, and it, it'll, it'll, it'll be with me. It's like a love affair that I'll have for the rest of my life. It's sort of like when the city hurts, you hurt. And when the city celebrates, you celebrate. And I remember so clearly that year we won the Super Bowl, and I remember I was on the field because I was covering it for NBC. And I remember thinking this may be one of, one of the best moments on earth because the entire nation saw us on our knees through a hurricane and then the entire nation got to watch us elevated to the highest point possible right there, you know, on the national stage. And I thought it was just picture perfect. And I think, you know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. And, I mean, and it's funny. I walk around in Manhattan and people are like, hey, go Saints. I'm like, all right. They're like, there are tons of New Orleans Saints fans here, too. Hold the year with her Kathy Lee Gifford on the Today Show. She's a, uh, also a best-selling author, a cancer survivor, uh, and uh, and also a, an alum of Virginia Tech. You know, Hoda, when you look back on your time in New Orleans, what sticks out most other than your time with Karen Swenson? Karen is my best friend in the world, and I left I left that beautiful city with with a with a great best friend and, and memories that last a lifetime. Everything stands out. That the apartment I used to live in at the corner of Charters and Governor Nichols with that little wraparound balcony. When I go back, I still walk by by that that spot because I love it. I mean, even you know some some touristy things I miss too. I mean, basics, even like Pat O'Brien's. Like it's so funny the things that that stick with you that you miss. A dinner at Irene's. Um, in the quarter, I miss. I miss getting hugged by strangers. You know, I miss. Um, I miss everything. I miss, and I, you know, I miss it uh, every single day. And I think, you know, New Orleans is a very, very special place to me. And and I'm lucky enough to have found that city, because I can't imagine my life if it weren't in it. You know, it's. I I just never pictured a love affair with a city before until I moved to New Orleans. Never. You're passionate about the Saints, and your partner uh, is married into football on the Today Show. Uh, tell me about the offer conversations regarding the NFL between yourself and Kathy Lee Gifford. Kathy Lee, we, okay, Kathy Lee and Frank both, and I love Frank, Frank a lot. And, look, Kathy Lee is a Giants fan, obviously, and we'd like to say one thing about the Giants this year. So sad. I mean, you know, you can't have everything. We love Eli because Eli's connected with us. 
And, you know, Frank's gotten past that. He just, you know, he watches it and enjoys the game. So I'm going to try my hardest to get her on the Saints bandwagon before this is all said and done. She's inching ever closer, okay? And it'll just take, you know, if when we beat Seattle and we continue to move on, I promise you at some point I will have Kathy Lee Gifford in the Saints jersey, even if it kills me. I love the way you think. Hold a copy with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Hoda, do you get to see all the games? Are you are you dialed in every weekend? I try my best. You know how it is. You live in another city, and they show your regional games, so you'll see the Giants or you'll see the Jets. So often, you know, the way it works here, you know, you used to go to a sports bar, and they have every single area carved out. And I have to tell you, it's funny. I feel this way in a sports bar, whether or not New Orleans fans are wearing their colors, or if I go to the airport. Like, I promise you, I could pick which terminal is going to New Orleans just based on looking at the terminal because there are people who are there always there's always laughter and I don't care if it's a delayed flight there's always someone telling a story there's always someone eating something good like it's it's easy to point out and so the way I watch games here is look I I like to be I like to have a couple of friends over and watch it in my apartment because you know I like to go a little crazy but going to a bar is, is my second favorite thing and it's fun to be around other people who are wearing the black and gold and um, and feel it, really feel it. You know, they're not just jumping on at the last minute. Hoda, do you wear anything special for game day? Is there like a lucky jersey or a scarf or anything that you'll that you'll yeah. have with you on Saturday? You know, it's funny. Karen and I used to each each of us would wear uh, this charm necklace that we would switch off back and forth because it gave us good luck, and that was always kind of our tradition. And it's funny you bring that up because I remember that so clearly, us sitting in a bar in New Orleans rubbing those uh, charms because, you know, you always think that somehow you have something to do with it. Um, you know, now I just, I, I mean, I, I have, you know, black and gold running through me, so I, I figure that that ought to do it. And it's just, you know, every time's a nail-biter, and, and we've had Drew Brees on our show uh, a couple of times, Drew and his wife, Brittany, and... Um, when he walks in, I have to tell you, I have such a, I'm so proud. Number one, because he's a great athlete and a great rep for New Orleans. Number two, because he's such a gentleman. And I don't even know if he'd remember this, but there was one of our, our floor directors was talking to Drew and having a conversation with him. And she, you know, she was just telling him where he was going to sit and just chatting and talking, talking to him. And Kim Kardashian happened to be there. And Kim Kardashian wanted to meet Drew, so she walks up. And she's standing there, like in his eye line, right next to the, the, the girl from the floor, the floor director. Drew never takes his eyes off the girl, the floor director. Most guys would have said, oh, hey, Kim Kardashian, and like run over there and whatever. He waited until she was done. He hugged her. He did all this. And then he said, oh, hi. And then he turned to Kim Kardashian, just the next person. He is a guy full of integrity, a guy full of class a guy full of family, the kind of guy you want your son to grow up to be, the kind of guy you want your daughter to marry, the kind of guy you, you know, you wish you would have met in your life, you know, he's that guy. So it's fun when he, when he comes to the city because everyone gets to see just what a class act he is. Hoda Conby from NBC's Today is our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Hoda, that, that part of your job fascinates me. In one segment, you're interviewing a guy like Drew Brees, and in the next, Kim Kardashian. Um, I'm always fascinated by people and their interviewing skills. Is that, is that the best part of your job, that at one minute it can be a yoga instructor and the next it could be the leader of a, of a country across the globe? Yeah, we, we, you do get a little whiplash when you're doing the show. We had Donald Rumsfeld on uh, one day 
And then I think, I'm not sure who was after him, but it was one of those, you know, how you can lose 10 pounds in 10 minutes kind of stories. And then, you know, and then you, you flip back and forth. Someone wrote a book on how you can change your life in 30 minutes, and someone's telling you what the best wine is, you know, all within the course of an hour. And I have to tell you, I mean, you know, because you do, a, you do tons and tons of interviews, there's something just so fun about it because it reminds us that we're all not all of one thing. Like, you're not all the way serious, and you're not all the way goofy. You're not all the way one or the other. We're all multifaceted. And it's kind of fun to try to draw out different parts of people. When you interview Donald Rumsfeld, it's interesting to know something about him that people might not know. Step away from policy for a second and ask about other things, things he enjoys doing, what he does when, when he finds himself with free time on a Saturday morning, you know, whatever it is. And it's, all, it's also fun on the, on the flip side to, to speak with people who um, – who you'd expect them to be nothing but a goofball, and then you, you learn such interesting life lessons from them. And I love it. i got to say, you know, I wasn't, i got to be honest, I wasn't sure when I started doing this show with Kathy Lee. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going from hard news to laughing and scratching and drinking wine, for God's sake, you know, on the air. Like, it just seemed wild. And at the end of the day, it turned out to be one of the best decisions I've ever, I've ever made in my life. And I think sometimes when you're on the edge about something and you're not sure – you should just, you know, jump off the mountain and, and, and see what happens because something great might happen. You know, you can stay on the, on the ledge and, and wonder, say, God, what would have happened if I would have tried that? Or you just try it, you know, and I, I feel like that I've, I've gotten some, you know, I've had some really lucky uh, breaks and stuff and, and great people, you know, who've been helping me. And you, you wind up in a place and you say, wow, I, I feel really lucky to be here. Hoda, in light of what you said, and in light of the material that you've written on in your two in your two books, why do you think something on the surface as trivial as the NFL or the New Orleans Saints seems to bind not only a city like New Orleans but us as a country? When you look at the power and the uh, pervasiveness of the NFL, I think because it's because you know anything can happen in life, and I think when you watch an, an unlikely team, you know make it all the way to the end, you, you think to yourself, wow, if they can do that, maybe I can do this. Or you watch guys who are out of gas, totally exhausted, and you think that there's not one more ounce of energy in them, and somehow at the end of the fourth quarter they find that reserve tank that we all know we have somewhere when we, when we're completely, when we feel completely lost. Or you see the cocky, arrogant team that should be winning everything, beating their chests, and suddenly two bad plays later – it's over and they're out. And I think, it, to me, I've always thought sports is just full of, of life lessons for people. And it's full of, of, um, of dreams for, for people who, are, who, who wonder, you know, if, if something is possible, if, if that's possible. I mean, when the Saints won the Super Bowl, we all knew that we went from the Aints to Super Bowl champs. And, it, it, you know, it's America. Things are possible. Everything can change. And it's, it's uplifting. It's amazing. It joins us together. And, you know, I mean, I'm depressed when we lose. Like, I feel like I'm depressed. I get, I get Blue Monday. I get the whole thing. And I'm, uh, and I'm so excited when we win. And I, I just feel like there's something that is so unique about the game, and especially when you look at the record numbers of people who watch this weekend. I mean, it, it shows that even in the most watched sport in the country, it's still growing, which is just which is just so surprising to me that how how huge those numbers are on a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday early evening or a Sunday night. I mean, it, it just shows that it's the, it's the one place we can all sit around and forget our differences, forget our politics, forget everything, 
and and uh, you know, and all get on the same get on the same page. Uh, well, it is amazing. I think the Saints game in New Orleans last weekend got like a fifty-five share plus. So, are you uh, kidding me? No, I'm not. It, oh. It's it, it's insane. Um, I, I will have all these NFL experts on all week, Hoda, and they're going to give me their analysis or their breakdown or their prediction of Saturday's matchup with Seattle. So I would like to extend you the same courtesy. I'm curious as to what your your football um, get into the numbers or your or your thought about schemes go for New Orleans at Seattle on Saturday. Okay, here's what's going to happen because all the guys here on my who work on the show for some weird reason, not all of them, I shouldn't say. There are several of them who believe that Seattle's going to win. And I already have bets going with two of them, okay? So what I think is going to happen is it's going to be the Saints by one touchdown, by seven. That's going to be the final score. I don't know why I think that. There's no science behind it. It's just knowing what you know. And, you know, I'm going to, with, with these two guys, either, you know, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to be taken out to dinner twice. Because that's what, that's what the bet is with these two. So um, I'm going with the Saints, seven points over Seattle, in Seattle. So there. I love it. A Saints win and two free dinners for you. This is perfect. Yeah, baby. One one more thing before I let you go, Hoda Kotb. Um, with regard to Karen Swenson or Jim Henderson or Eric Paulson or, or any other old, old WWL friends, is there any dirt that you need to lay out before we get going? Any what I need to lay out? A- any dirt. dirt on those uh, folks at WWL that you need to lay out for me here before you get <laughs> you know out of here? What? You're good. Okay, you're really good. You are really good. The only thing I can say is, man, I miss them. I miss Karen so much. I miss Angela. I miss Haas. I miss Henderson. I miss I miss all of them. I miss Dennis. I miss them all. And, um, you know, look, in your lifetime, you get to work with greats. And um, I've always felt like working in New Orleans was the best education I could have ever gotten in my life because I worked with anchors and reporters in New Orleans who are the best I've ever worked with, even to this day. And they, you know, they made a choice to stay in a great city, and I think it's so cool. But, but I, all I can say is I miss them a lot. Born in Oklahoma, raised in West Virginia, Egypt too, and now a resident of Manhattan. Are you okay if I still call you a New Orleanian, though? Uh, that's all I ever will be. Excellent. Hoda Kotb, this has been a real pleasure. I hope that you enjoy the football this weekend, and I hope that your football uh, watching continues all the way into February, if that's okay. Me too. Hey, the Super Bowl's here, so get ready. Pack up the Winnebago's. Let's go. Who dat, Hoda? All right, you too. <laughs> Bye, babe. Oh, man, a fascinating interview with Hoda. We're, of course, happy to claim here, her as a local here in New Orleans. Uh, what a great advocate for the city, and, of course, happy to have her as a Saints fan. And we're happy to have all of you as Saints fans as well. All right, that'll do it for the Monday edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. We'll continue to keep you up to date uh, on all of our social media platforms. We'll have another edition of the podcast on Wednesday with our own John DeShazer. Haven't talked to him in a while, so excited to interview him. And we'll also have Emmanuel Sanders' interview on the podcast. Thanks for joining me on today's show. Have a great Monday, everyone, and stay home and stay safe.